Tasmania Talks with Mike O'Loughlin, weekday mornings from 9. Catching up now with Donna Adams, Commissioner of Tasmania Police, Secretary of the Department of Police, Fire and Emergency for a first official chat live on air. Uh, good morning, Commissioner. Good morning. How are we? I'm well, thank you. I just must ask, how I mean, it must be exciting to be um, into those first new roles, but then getting becoming in there as, as the Secretary of Department of Police, Fire and Emergency in your second day, what happens? Floods. Oh, well, we had floods. I know. It was amazing. I, was, I thought, there you are, here's a, you know, the uh, you're right into the thick of it in your first day, pretty much. Uh, look, it certainly um, showed the benefit of planning and also a big thank you to the northern community for listening to our safety messages because I think working together, uh, we responded to those floods very well. Yeah, I think it was uh, pretty amazing. And uh, look again to SES uh, police and uh, to uh, all of the those and the volunteers. Gee, they did so much good work. Um, but it must be uh, wonderful to actually be uh, the first female commissioner of police in the police department's one hundred and twenty-five year history. Well done. Thank you. Um, it's a great honour, um, and I have great responsibility, um, which I hope to be able to fulfil. I know that um, that, that you certainly the qualifications. Good heavens! When I, I, I read about you to do some research, and uh, you really are right up there. You've been do, you've been incredibly busy, and uh, congratulations on all that you've achieved. You're getting right up to the top job, but also 2014 Telstra Tasmanian Businesswoman of the Year, also recognised by the Australasian Council of Women in Policing as an outstanding investigator. You also have a Masters of Policing. And uh, you, su- you suggest that uh, you want to provide key leadership to keep Tasmania's, uh, Tasmanians safe uh, through COVID. Well, I think you did that. What's been the most difficult time for you in the police uh, look, force? Um, obviously helping members of the community in um, times of need and support Arthur was certainly a challenge. Um, oh, of course. The, the, yeah, that was a significant in, um, incident that obviously had a significant impact on our local community. Um, and obviously providing a strong police response to that incident and then working with the community to try and rehabilitate um, that area. Yeah, that was a a, a specific challenge that I'll always remember. And indeed, uh, who will ever forget? That's the thing, isn't it? And and, uh, I I was reading you've crafted, I quote, I I had crafted a reputation for having an inquiring mind and because of my reputation, one day CIB came to me about a suspect in an armed robbery who had a distinctive tattoo and I was able to steer them in the right direction. So uh, great memory. Yeah, I um, always prided myself on knowing the local community that I worked in, um, trying to get to know the business owners and, uh, you know, the young people that were out and about and you know on this occasion i happened to have uh, the ta- tattoo that led to the um arrest and uh, later conviction of uh, of an armed robber which was pretty exciting it is good isn't it when you get looking and well done for that and but uh, you also give advice you've got some advice to female constables today and you say they need three things what are yes, they? they certainly do. They need to know um, the business of policing. So you'll establish your reputation if you're actually very good at your job. So if you get to know the ins and outs of the particular area that you work in, and you know, as an example, if you're an investigator and you you know can build good interviewing skills, um, you will build a reputation, and people will want to work with you. And uh, if you do that, that's a, that's a great first step. And the next thing for me is that to continue to learn. Um, that's what I did. Um, I made a, a commitment that I was going to try and learn as much as I could about policing and also to challenge myself. 
and I certainly um, encourage all of our officers to con- continue to commit to lifelong learning. And it's, it's wonderful, uh, you know, it, people have often over the years spoken about the glass ceiling, etc. but it's wonderful to see you in that position in such a, you know, uh, you know, powerful position it is too, but the, the, the fact that you have so much experience. And the, the thing is too, with that experience, you're actually, we're trying to uh, recruit some new, uh, uh, well, recruits into the force, aren't they? And you've got this uh, campaign called This Is Taz Police campaign, which is quite interesting. <coughs> Yeah, it's a great time to be a police officer. Uh, So if anyone is out there and looking for a diverse and exciting career, I encourage, um, you know, those potential applicants to get on our website and actually have a look and download our recruiting package. Um, It's at a time when we're bringing on more police officers. There's such a diverse range of jobs. Um, You know, we're trialling at the moment, the first in Australia, uh, a new roster for our 24-7 areas of four days on, four days off. And... Um, you know, other states are actually uh, looking to us to see how that trial actually works. Um, we're building these police stations and, of course, we're currently negotiating a new pay deal. So it's a good time to come and join Tasmania Police. And also uh, noticing that uh, the, the uh, more police on the roads of late. Yeah, look, I have a, uh, a fairly clear vision for our organisation around back-to-basics policing. And that's about being highly visible because it creates a reassurance to our community, but it Mm. also um, creates a perception that you could get caught if you're doing something wrong. So I really encourage our officers to be out and to be highly visible. And also, uh, speaking of new recruits, um, you must be excited about the 80 new recruits coming into the workforce. Yeah, first time we've had a course of 80, so it's um, going to be really exciting. And I think it's going to really kickstart next year to to bring on so many new recruits. Um, it's going to provide us the staffing uh, complement that we need to um, to make sure that we've got the right numbers in the right areas. And I'm speaking with um, Donna Adams, Commissioner of Tasmania Police, Secretary of the Department of Police, Fire and Emergency. And if you want to, if you're interested in that campaign, you can go to uh, recruitment.police.tas.gov.au. It's all there. There's tons of info. Um, I guess you must be sort of excited about those 80, but you must be sort of pushing yet so many more. How many more recruits are you hoping that uh, this this campaign, if you will, will uh, get uh, get into the force? Oh, we're not going to put a cap on it. So if we've got um, suitable applicants, um, obviously, you know, we'll continue to fill our courses. And, you know, if we're lucky enough to have um, a number of applicants over what we need, we've also got positions in our radio room so we can immediately employ somebody um, in a radio dispatch position and actually get them familiar with policing until there's an opportunity to go into one of our recruitment programs. So we're not going to turn any of our applicants away. Good news. It's uh, recruitment.police.tas.gov.au for a, a great career. Tell me, have you had any, uh, what are the highlights? I mean, you must have a few highlights as well as that uh, tattoo story, but in, in your 35-year-long career? Oh, look, working in a great team, um, I was lucky enough to work as a detective in Bell Reeve, uh, CIB, and I investigated a number of serious crimes whilst I was there, you know, murders, serious uh, assaults um, and sexual assaults. And, and look, and that was a very rewarding role to work in a, in a small team and um, be involved in building an investigation and getting to a point where you would actually, you know, make an arrest and get a conviction in court. Um, I was also lucky enough to lead um, the project that introduced our police tablets and our electronic infringement notices and our online crash reporting. 
um, and I think that was pretty worthwhile. And um, I also got a lot of you know um, pride out of that because that yeah. led to the 2014 Telstra Award. Yeah, well done. Um, it's it's uh, again, it's just amazing. When I was, I was doing my research, I said, "Good heavens, uh, Donna Adams has done so much." I have had a question from a, a caller just rang up, and again, they as they would when I'm talking to someone in the force. Um, speed cameras, they say they it's it said it's ironic. They're all in the north of the state, aren't they? Better to put them on an open road or near roadworks they all seem to be in 50k zones says a caller i don't know whether that's all be accurate but what are your thoughts on that um so the speed camera deployments are actually managed by state growth and they are actually deployed in positions based on evidence uh where there have been crashes um or where there is significant um evidence of people driving over the speed limit in a dangerous manner so there's actually a, a formula about where they're deployed um, and that's the um, the evidence-based rationale for the deployment uh, at this early stage. State growth, fair call. I hope that answers that uh, listener's question. Tell me about the Be Bold for Change forum. You were quite involved in that. Uh, look, I think it's, yes, I was. It's really important to be out and support other women. Um, where uh, mm. I can, I like to um, provide mentoring support and, um, you know, encourage others. Um, sharing failures and areas of my learning and growth with other women so that they get an opportunity to succeed. Tell us uh, about the Northern District Police Medals uh, slash awards. Yeah, the medals is a really important part of our recognition framework and um, today we've got a number of recipients in the Northern District that will receive medals. Um, they're for ethical and diligent service um, and we've got Four, uh, Inspector Darren Hopkins, we've got Senior Sergeant Michael Gillies, Sergeant Fergus Cameron and Sergeant Michael Marr who will receive, uh, be recognised for 35 years service which is oh, absolutely fabulous. amazing. Yeah, it is. Yeah. And look, it also uh, recognises, you know, elements of where a police officer has shown care or conscientiousness in their work and there's a couple of stories I'll highlight today which are just very simple um, messages from uh, the member, members in the community that want to highlight where a police officer's gone above and beyond to demonstrate that level of care. Would you share one of those stories with us now? Yeah, absolutely. Um, we've got um, a lady, Rebecca, uh, from the United States. She'd been um, conversing one of, with one of her friends who actually lived in the Fingal Valley and she became concerned that there was going to be um, some self-harm she couldn't believe the fact that she got through to the police radio room in Tasmania and then uh, actually spoke to a Northern District police officer who travelled to actually check on um, her friend to actually find that she was actually okay. And um, you know, the letter that she wrote in highlighting that the level of care that the police officer had provided, um, she found and she described as remarkable and something that she uh, wouldn't have experienced in her own country. So it's those small um, yeah, responses that our police officers do at times that really make a difference. It, it does, and I also know with, with yourself in that position making a difference because you've actually stated that you want to hear uh, from people and, and see what they what their concerns are, what challenges and opportunities um, they face, especially within the department. And uh, when you say in this, the release I was reading, you intend to speak with as many of you as I can in person, but it takes time. But you did come to the radio station, meet us all. So it was actually a pleasure to meet you. Yeah, it was a pleasure to meet you as well. And um, it's really important for me to get an understanding of how, yeah, your work environment and how you operate. And um, 
you're an important um, conduit for, I guess, someone like me to get my message out. So I was very grateful to uh, to meet each of you. No, it was, uh, it, was, it was really lovely. I appreciate that. But today is going to be a big day for those that have uh, maybe a few festivities because of uh, the Melbourne Cup. And I guess there should be a warning out there that um, don't drink and drive. Uh, absolutely. We want people to be safe on our roads. And we've still got a little bit of weather around and some, you know, um, higher flood waters. Um, we want people to enjoy themselves, but they, we want them to make smart decisions and not take uh, unnecessary risks. And indeed, like uh, somebody did when they drove into floodwaters and were sitting on their roof for ages and had to be saved. I, I still can't um, fathom why you would even bother to do that when the road has signs, it's closed, it looks like it's underwater anyway, and you think, oh, I'll go around, I'll go into that. Incredibly foolish. You must come across just one or two of those and you think, Why? Yeah, that one was very disappointing because um, that gentleman put his passenger at risk. Um, he also, you know, there was a lot of resources, very expensive resources, to actually go and try and um, get them out of that uh, predicament that they were in. And um, it's just unnecessary. There were very clear signs out there for a reason and it's that type of risk-taking behaviour that can sometimes end in a loss of life. Well, I certainly um, wish you well in the uh, campaign for this is TAS Police campaign. It's, it is featuring everywhere uh, to increase police numbers to a record high, they say, of uh, 1,449 by 2026, 31% increase since 2014. It is recruitment.police.tas.gov.au. They can go to and find out much more information. Uh, Donna Adams, Commissioner of Tasmania Police, Secretary of the Department of Police, Fire and Emergency. I do thank you for your time. Yeah, thanks very much. Good to talk to you. Tasmania Talks with Mike O'Loughlin, weekday mornings from 9.